Welcome one and all to Chaos Bringers episode two. I am one of your hosts, your doctor recommended dose of nerdiness, aka your nerd today, Carlos Rodriguez. And I am joined by the beard in the hair himself, Har Palmer, and the bringer of chaos, Frank Villagomez. Guys, how are you? Good. How are you, man? Good, man. I'm good. I'm really excited. So much Final Fantasy 16 that this this episode was written so long ago, we were just like, yeah, hey, we'll just play 16 for a while. <laughs> yeah, Final Fantasy 16 is just taking over all of our oh lives. God. And, yeah. and I will say a show note, we, we discussed this before kicking off the episode, but I, I've been joking about it online as well. It's definitely going to be episode 0, 1, 2, and then 16. <laughs> so <laughs> when you watch it on your podcast feed, yeah, you, it's correct. We're going right to episode 16 and then back to episode 3 <laughs> once we are done. <laughs> uh, me and Frank are almost done the game. Harv just finish it and then again all the links are down below so look out for Harv's uh YouTube link his review will be on probably this week right I'm hoping Wednesday I, I have to I've I've written it I have to record it tonight the grad footage tonight and send over to the edit to my editor and then hopefully have it out by Wednesday hell yeah man Wednesday or Thursday I'm definitely looking forward to that I'm definitely well is it gonna it be is spoiler? it is at least it is it's gonna be at least amount of spoiler as I can get it fair be because like i don't think i go into like i don't go into like the separate icons or anything like that so there won't be anything like that i go through story but what what the actual story is about not like how it ends or anything like that so that would be here (laughs) that would be this episode um that's good yeah because i i still like i remember we have a you know friend in the aaron roots he um he uh had a posted thing like does anyone use watch later on youtube and i use it all the time literally harf i think like your my your video review of uh near replicant is like on the top of my Oof. list and i'm like I, I can't wait to finally play it and beat it and i'm gonna watch this video but oh, like so i got like good. two minutes into the video you're like it's spoiler review i was like i'm sorry harf i gotta turn it off yeah <laughs> I no, like, no, oh my god i that, can't wait like, it's crazy that that's one of those games that went from like I really really don't know anything about this to like one of my favorite games of all time with New Replicant, which is just kind of crazy to think about. Hmm. That's a good idea for a series after Final Fantasy. <laughs> I was just thinking about that because I would love to revisit uh, Automata. <laughs> Automata, oh, what a game! Auto- it's it's a good game. It's an amazing game. The way I that, that I game. that I do it, I cried. The, the way that I think about it yeah. is that Automata is uh, one of the best like. You could, when you play it, it feels really, really good to play, but the story is very fragmented. But with Replicant, it is very basic because it's a remake, right? Replicant mm-hmm. is a remake of an older game. So it's, it's kind of basic, but the story is way better in Replicant, in my opinion. Than on a lot of people say that. A lot of people yeah. say that. Yeah, so that'd be interesting. We, we'll have to discuss that as we get closer to, I guess it'll be Final Fantasy Seven Rebirth or whatever. <laughs> we'll keep visiting back the series. It'll be like kind of funny where there's a new Final Fantasy. We're going to come back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, then we, we we probably won't expect Final Fantasy VII for another five years now, right? Yeah. So, or Final Fantasy VII. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they they deserve a little break now. For for, for be, once, I will I'm give it be, to. I'm gonna be a middle aged man. By the time, <laughs> by the time Final Fantasy next... VII <laughs> Part Three comes out, by the way, I just want to say that. Oh my god! Years <laughs> right, that's how it feels, man. Like I feel like I'm getting I'm gonna be pushing close to forty. Jesus God, yeah. <laughs> I'll be my I'll be in my thirties, halfway through my thirties. No, I'm Hopefully. talking about when part three comes out. Yeah. Right? Oh because... yeah, no, I'll be th- I should be like 30. Right? I'm 27 now. Yeah, I should You cause... will yes, you will be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll be like halfway through my 30s. Because Re- Rebirth comes out next year at the start, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. 
And then I we, I don't expect uh, the third one to come out for another four years after that, maybe five. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, yeah let's bring your special edition episode. Yeah, Jesus, I'm gonna I'm probably gonna have no hair by that time, which would be nice because I love I this is like a, I don't I haven't mentioned this off air or anything, but I love when I you know you get views, you gotta watch your stuff right, or you swim through you know YouTube, and I watch a lot of YouTube on my TV, and uh, so the episode popped up, and I was just watching because I'm really proud of what we do. And uh, I was watching it, and my son walks in, and he goes, Daddy, why are you on there twice? And I was like, listen, man, you're half white. You can't say that. (laughs) That half is going to get you in trouble when you say like that. Not everyone with longer hair up top, a beard, and glasses means they look like, all right? (laughs) Like That's not how this works. (laughs) You got to be careful with what you say, because you got to preface that your last name for rodriguez when you say that uh you know i was like dude I, come on man i pay how much money for catholic school and you can't tell who's your father and who is your father's friend <laughs> how can you not do this jesus christ i love him to death though. all right so with all that fun stuff out of the way and a little bit of our final fantasy 16 prep talk and again don't forget the links are going to be down below on the audio and video version we are getting into final fantasy 2 Originally released in December 17th, 1988, almost a full year from the release date of Final Fantasy 1. Yeah, Harv's finally born at this point. Yeah, yeah, I was just born, yeah. yeah. Harv has entered the chat. Yeah. <laughs> Frank, not even itch. Not, not even, even itch. N- literally. Yeah. <laughs> no conceivable way. He's, a, he's yeah, you, won't me, you won't see me till 96, guys. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's going to be Final Fantasy 7. So we get to him. Oh, God. And there's the gray hair. All right. Uh, uh, it started literally aging in front of us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. So developed again by Hironobu Sakaguchi, Kenji Tirada, composed by Nobu Umatu the Goat, with character and graphic design by Yochi Taka Amano. I oh, mean, I butchered that at the end. Uh, published by Square Enix. Um, man, this team, man. Still good. And it's so funny because we're, we're only talking about Final Fantasy 2 and we'll get into it in a little bit but it's they're not fully there yet you see yeah. the building blocks but they're not fully there yet uh so i'm gonna go through the story here which actually this one actually has story compared to mm-hmm. you know <laughs> final fantasy one uh <laughs> and then this is again from the final fantasy ultimania collection i think that's what's in those books are called from dark they're from dark horse you can find them online all right, story goes, this is the tale of a far-off world, a world where a long-standing peace suddenly comes crashing down. The Emperor of Palmesia summons an endless stream of creatures from hell to fulfill his desire for world domination. Dice, Kashun, Basque, and Salmant, one of... Uh, is that one, the names? Yeah, those are the towns. Those are the towns' names. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought those not, were the names of the warriors. I was like, wait, what the fuck? No, no. <laughs> they have names, and thank God they're a little easier. They names. Yeah. <laughs> they are, thank God, There's easier. a guy named literally Guy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> There's somebody named Guy. <laughs> thank God that those names are easier than the names mm-hmm. of the town. <laughs> they just go to the dartboard on that one. But yeah, one by one, the towns and keeps of each land fall under the militaristic heel. Although a rebel army arises in Flynn to oppose the Palmesian invasion, the stronghold of Flynn Castle is lost to the Empire's offensive, forcing the rebels to retreat to a far-off city of Altair. I'm assuming that's how you called it. Because it yeah, looks just yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Three youths 
of Flynn, Firion, Maria, and Guy <laughs> no longer have a home to return to thanks to the Imperial Raid. The rescue at the hands of the Rebel Commander Hilda and her associate Minwu uh, sets the use off on a path of conflict with Palmysia. This is the start of a harrowing battle, one that requires our heroes to overcome the pain of their comrades' sacrifices. So, with that being said, that is a basic gist of like what the story is set up for Final Fantasy Two. I'm gonna go around the horn. Harv, what did you think of the story overall of uh Final Fantasy Two? I feel like this is a pretty forgettable game. Yeah. For the most part. <laughs> um I I I I am if you compare this to Final Fantasy One, it, it is a step up from yeah. Final Fantasy One for sure when it comes to the story. But there's just there's not really that much happens, and I feel like it, this is their first crack at trying to do something with story when it comes mm-hmm. to a Final Fantasy game. And like you said, you can see the building blocks happen, and I think it all leads to four where they finally kind of nail it. But yeah, for the most part, like it's just I think playing this game was just kind of a letdown. It was I I get they were trying to do something new with it, mm-hmm. but it just didn't. It just didn't. This is one of those games where this is the Dark Souls two of Final Fantasy games for me. Yes, actually, I agree with that. I agree with that one hundred percent. Right, it's a Final Fantasy game, and it's it, on on a sense of a video game, it's it's not bad. It's good, right? But mm-hmm. if it's in a sense of a Final Fantasy game, it's not great. That's a good comparison because I I don't have too much history with with Soulsborne games, so and you guys do, so I would like to know that comparison. So I hear that a lot as well. That Dark Souls one, you know, good, decent, gets you into the world, and then Dark Souls two. Pretty forgettable, and then Dark Souls Three is the one that's like the goat out of those that trilogy. Yeah. Uh, oh, one hundred percent. Like, because I think uh, I was gonna say Final Fantasy. Uh, Dark Souls Two was made by a different team within From Software, oh, and they put a lot of different mechanics into it that didn't really mesh together. Mm-hmm. And so the way, like, like you had like eighty, like a stack called ADP, which was like a very weird stack where like. You could like open doors faster. You can like roll. You have more frames if you have more ADP. Higher ADP, you have more the more frames you have, and stuff like that. It's just it's, it was such a weird way of doing everything. And like every time you died, your max HP would decrease as well, all the way down to like half health until you like you popped humanity or whatever it was in the game. I, I remember that. In the game. Yeah, um, yeah. So a lot of the hitboxes and stuff were just not done well, but like. Level design and stuff like that was good for the most part. Dark Souls Two for like a regular game, Dark Souls Two is a good game. But when you compare it to its genre from software games, it's just leagues below. Until you got to the DLC, the DLCs are the best parts of Dark Souls Two. But again, oh, okay. you have to buy the DLCs, which are like another thirty bucks on top and all that kind of stuff, because mm. they have like the best boss battles in the DLC. Some of the boss battles in the regular Dark Souls Two game is just there's so bad, so bad. Okay. No. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard uh, that's funny because I've heard that comparison. I always wanted to kind of like it's funny to have it within the context of Final Fantasy because, um, it, it story wise, I mean, like at least specifically on that front, it it it's there, right? So it's like better in that sense. Like we have named characters which we don't get in Final Fantasy three unless you play like the three DS version, which we'll cover in you know in a couple episodes. But like you have named characters, they have motivations. Firion talks. You know, he actually is in the silent protagonist, which is, it's funny to look back when you like play Final Fantasy VII, you know, Cloud doesn't talk, yeah, really, when you play that on PlayStation. 
Um, kind of crazy that it, Cloud or Squall don't really talk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're just this silent protagonist, which it doesn't make sense. Like they should be more like they're named. There's all this stuff. There's they're so integral to the, the story and those games that technically they're not silent protagonists. They still talk. Yeah, but yeah like, we they never gave hear them the very few words. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is true. Game. Very true. Yeah, so it, it was funny like to see how how that was, and it this does. I mean, it does more stuff, which is cool. I think if I wonder if, if we were in the context of 1988 and you're like such a big Final Fantasy fan and you pop in too and you're like, oh shit, there's a lot more here. Like, this is crazy. But I mean, there's also, it suffers from what many NES games at the time did with their sec- their sequel, you know? Like, there's, and we'll get to that with gameplay and stuff, but like, their gameplay is like drastically different, you know, with with what we were introduced in the first one. Like, whether it be, you know, Link's Adventure, uh, you know, any any of those NES Game Boy era games, because you have Metroid 2 completely, it's on Game Boy, you know, there's <laughs> so many different Mario 2 in America is completely different, you know, it's like it, it's different just to be different. It's very interesting. Um, Frank, what did you think about the story? Um, I'm trying to piece together most of it. I remember most of the story. Mm-hmm. It's it. There's a lot there. It's 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 a cool tale of like military versus rebels, betrayal, losing like comrades, like randomly. Like a there's lot a lot of, of death die. in the in yeah. the story. Yeah, there's a lot of like straight up like like kings dying. You know, your comrades dying. People sacrificing themselves for the greater good. Like story wise, it is a Final Fantasy game. My gripes with the story, and we'll talk about it later when it comes to gameplay, all come from gameplay. Yeah. Because there are sections of this game where you are told, hey, look, this is the thing. You have to go to this area, but are blocked by gameplay. And when you go to that area, you're like, what do I do here? I'm obviously supposed to be here. And then you go back and it's like, oh, okay, I missed this weird little small little niche thing. But like I said, we'll get to that with gameplay. Um, But yeah, no, I, I like the story. It's definitely like... It feels, and I, I love drawing comparisons on other Final Fantasy games. It definitely feels a lot like kind of like the the Garlean Empire kind of uh, um, like fight that we get with fourteen. But obviously, fourteen has a lot longer of like a story with that. Whereas this is just like a one and done game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. But I could definitely see like like drawing similarities between that and like later games in the thing where it's like, um, uh, what's the word for it? Um, people who are like oh yeah we have no chance against these guys slowly rising up and then like beating the shit out yeah it's definitely a a tale for the ages yeah it definitely their power scale is really interesting and see them actually Mm. step up because most of the time in the very beginning especially like it's hard to tell with the you know the sprites and everything but like they are are conveyed to us multiple times that they are children like they are they are young adults um even by the princess and all like no you can't be stepping up like you you just take care of yourself don't worry about us you're fine you'd already did enough thank you so much you know and they're constantly no we want in this fight man like (laughs) it's our like we're gonna we're gonna get strong enough right yeah and i thought that was well i mean gameplay wise we'll we'll talk about that as well and it's cool too because like they even like express that within the story like hey yeah don't go to these areas like you will get fucking slaughtered because you're not ready yet Mm -hmm. and you can actually just go to those areas and just check it out and then get fucking slaughtered like instantly it's interesting yeah and then so i wanted to because there's a second story point um that i have written here and i just wanted to gauge the room did anyone play the psp or gba versions either pixel remaster for me gotcha so i've that's my first experience with um 
two was the the GBA version, uh, Dawn of Souls. And that at the time, like I said, I, I think I mentioned that episode zero. I love that game. I was like, oh my god, Final Fantasy Two is this shit. It is so fucking good and all this other stuff. I don't know what <laughs> I came up with that. I mean, I it might have uh, been different gameplay wise on the GBA though. Maybe I, I I didn't find anything to that. I don't know why. Like I didn't find anything too different other than there is a story expansion um that i remember playing and then i have it written here so i'll go over it real well i mean it's a couple paragraphs but it's real quick but there is a uh the soul of rebirth is kind of what it, it's called the the gba version because it is basically tells the story of four of the party members that died you know in the story and them kind of doing their little side mission that leads to like their ending which we see them at the very end of the game you know, Furion sees them and they all fade away saying goodbye. So this is kind of what this happens, like their end right here. So um, briefly, yes, a new story titled Soul Rebirth tells the uh, tales of four party members who died defending Furion and his party uh, to see the Emperor defeated. Minwu wakes up in a mysterious cave and tries to figure out where he is. He finds Scott, the Prince of Kashun, who has died earlier. At defeating, after defeating a few soldiers, the two find Joseph being confronted by a hideous zombie version of Borgen <laughs> and the three of uh, them defeat Borgen to start searching for answers about where they are. They find Richard, who is fighting uh, around where to aid him. He joins Moon's party. They find their way out of the passage and learn that they are in the afterlife. The town of McMahon was built as a safe house for the souls trapped in this unknown dimension. They find Sid, Tobol, and other rebels who helped build the pl- uh, place and who encouraged the party to explore the other two mysterious portals that appeared in McMahon not long ago. After adjusting themselves to the difficult battles of the afterlife, Minru and the party enter one of the portals to find themselves in the Chamber of the Seal, Minru's uh, resting place. Minru, again, must break the seal, but this time he is powerful enough to do it without sustaining fatal injuries. The party enters the chamber and attempts to claim Ultima, but are met with the guardian of the spell in the afterlife, the Ultima Weapon. The party defeats the monster. Oh, interesting. And, yeah. <laughs> isn't that crazy? And they uh, they claim Ultima. This leaves one final portal, which leads to the unknown palace. Like Pandemonium before it, the palace is guarded by fierce creatures and contains some of the most powerful equipment. Minwoo's party finds the Stardust Rod for Minwoo, the Wild Rose for Scott, uh, the Bracers for Joseph, and the Wyvern Lance for Richard. After all the bar- battles, the party beats the Light Emperor, who asks for forgiveness for his dark side's actions. The Light Emperor explains he split into two entities when he was defeated, and that Ferion and the party defeated the Dark Half in Pandemonium. He explains that they are in our birth, the passage to heaven, and that they can rest in peace. The subconscious souls of their still-living friends and family appear to tell them that they must not be fooled by the Light Emperor because he is just as evil as the Dark Emperor. The party recovers their will to fight and defeat that Light Emperor. The four heroes return, at least in spirit, to Castle Flynn, where they witness the end of Ferion's party's adventures. Minwu, Scott... Joseph and Richard fade away, presumably going to heaven. So, I played that. It was f- I remember it being fun back in the day. Um, I guess it was cool to see those party members again. Especially Joseph. Because his death was pretty impactful. At least story-wise for me. Like yeah, I, I, That's the one with the daughter, right? Yeah, his daughter. He's yeah, his daughter, daughter. And he's the one who, like, I forget what what bad guy. There was, like, a, it's like a boulder. And basically, he's like he he's holding it at bay. He's like, "You guys got to go." Yeah, this, it was like the it. the lieutenant or something like that. Mm-hmm. He was always like constantly chasing you. Yeah, something like I that. Yeah. Say. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he was the guy who kept like 
showing yeah, up in your crosshairs. Yeah. Um, it was pretty cool. It was it was nice. It was you know not necessary. Not necessary where you get like probably a little better than Harv's disdain for Final Fantasy IV's extra content, which we again we will not talk about, especially during that. Oh, episode. the, the after oh, stories, yeah. right? That's yeah, what that's called. God. <laughs> it is funny playing four and in hearing about your disdain. And so many people online, I'm like, I'm never touching that. Four is such a beautiful experience. We will get to, and I can't yeah, wait for that episode. Wanna, you don't want to ruin four with with after years. I think also too, um, in this game, if I remember correctly, this is also the first time we get a Dark Knight as well. Like this is the first introduction of the Dark Knights. Yeah, 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 man, that was cool. I thought that was really, really awesome. And I think what was his? Uh... Yeah, because he gets like lost in the beginning of the game because we're like, oh, he's probably dead, and then he shows up later. Leon, like, yeah, it's like a yeah, Leon. There you go. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's like, oh man, who's this guy we're fighting every now and again? And it's like, oh, hey, it's me, Leon. <laughs> like, <laughs> That was a gripe, though. Guys, I, I, along. I mentioned with the story, like one of the biggest like letdowns for the story it was like the, like I his character looks so cool, but mm-hmm. like he turns bad, then he tries to be emperor. He doesn't get to be emperor, and then he just pieces out at the end of the game. And yes. I, I put my oh, notes here, like, bro, you did some shit. You got to pay for your crimes. Are we just gonna oh, believe yeah. he ain't gonna try to do another uprising? Like, no, he just pieces out too. He's like, I, right, I, I can't be here. It's like, all right, man. You get to go. It's like, no, motherfucker, you killed people. <laughs> I've done too much, really. You think? Yeah, bitch, you need to go in that dungeon. Like, you need to pay what for your fuck? crimes, man. Like, right? you weren't brainwashed. You you thought you could. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong? Get out of here. They just let him go. They just let him go. Like, okay, bye, Leon. Bye, friend. <laughs> I love see you. you. Uh, see you. See you in the sequel, baby. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Maria's like, bye, brother. I miss you. Like, no, he's a monster. He oh, murdered he's people. Piece man. of shit. <laughs> uh, I also did put here we'll get into the characters in a moment, but I did a special shout out to Richard Highwind. He looks so cool. <laughs> he's just such a cool ass design, man. I think he was the dragoon, right? Yeah, if he's I'm the right. dragoon. Yeah. Yeah. God, he looks so cool. His armor looked cool. His character, like portrait, looks so. Another. Cool. Oh, oh, didn't is he dead? I can't. Remember. I think he dies too, right? It's good. I want to say. He's one of the characters who dies. I remember there being a dragoon character who who bites the bullet. Richard Highwind. Yeah, he looks so cool. Um, story. Let's see. Or maybe he lives. Maybe I think we find him. Because remember at some yeah, point no, there's yeah, like a side yep. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, there's like a side I, thing I, where you have to go funny. to his just... grave with your family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was so funny because I literally just mentioned that I was like, yeah, he's in, he's in the oh, souls yeah. of. I, and I forgot that quickly. I was like, that's how forgettable it is. I mean, it is fun to play having the extra yeah. content, and I like Minwu as a character, so it's kind of cool to see like, um, him again. But it, it is ultimately forgettable. It is just to pad more content out in those, you know, earlier games, especially on the GBA. So it's kind of nice, I guess, if you never played them, but that was my first exposure to to I and you know, like I said, I, I dug it. You know, I dug it enough back in the day. Now, uh no. <laughs> Not so much. Um I, you know, our overall thoughts will get to the very end, but not 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 a not a huge fan. Not a huge fan. So uh now I'm gonna kick into the characters proper I'll go over the little backstories for each, and then we can talk about like their journeys and stuff like that. Because I, 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 there were some, there were some interesting things here. So, uh, we start off first with characters. Firion is the main character, adopted friend of Maria and Leon, and childhood friend of Guy. He seeks to destroy the Empire to avenge his fallen family. 
Maria is Firion and Guy's childhood friend and the lead heroine. She her her quest to find her brother Leon, who during the four escape from Finn, whatever. Guy is a friend of uh, Firion and Maria, who was raised by wild animals. Never picked that up in the game. Like what the <laughs> fuck? Yeah, he's a little. He's like definitely like in the way he talks. I think he just talks with like one word. Yeah, things. but yeah, like he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't have very much. How are you like, supposed he's to very get barbarian that in like? the game? Yeah, <laughs> he's very barbarian like. Yeah, exactly. And it says right here. Yeah, well, his grasp of the human language is is limited. Guy has the ability mm. to speak with wild animals. I'm like, I don't. Maybe he that does. One yes. time. Yeah, like one or twice. He does it. To, I think he does it with a dragon at some point. <laughs> that's yeah. Right, yeah, or wyvern. Yeah, and I was like, okay, that's cool. I was like, but where was that established that he was in the wild? <laughs> That's specifically in this Ultimania <laughs> thing, yeah. Um, Leon is Maria's <laughs> older brother and the new Dark Knight of Palmycia. Uh, he went missing during the attack of Flynn and has since grown to be the Emperor's most faithful follower again. And he has done atrocitous stuff like throughout, <laughs> he's a horrible human being. He should be Leon did everything this. wrong, yeah. <laughs> and he got away with it, <laughs> yeah. There's no uh, you know, you could do anything in this world apparently and get away with it. Leon had OJ's lawyer. Yeah, it's Johnny Cochran. That's where he went after he died. He went to the Final Fantasy universe. It's like a, a, a sekai. <laughs> it's just Johnny Cochran. Like, oh, shit. I'll adapt. Uh, Minwoo is the white mage and Hilda's personal advisor. He joins the party during the early adventures and is learned in the art. That's a weird word to use. Learned in the arts of white magic. <laughs> Joseph is a miner living in Salmand. Uh, once the hero saves his daughter, Nelly, from Imperial captivity, he assists them in the search for the goddess's bell. Gordian is the Prince of Cashier and fled from battle after his brother Scott died in the Battle of Flynn. He believes himself to be a coward, so he joins Firion and his companions in the fight against the Empire in search for the redemption and growth. Uh, Layla is a pirate who is one of my favorite characters through the whole thing. Uh, Layla is a pirate who attempts to rob the party, but Firion, Maria, and Guy handily trounce her crew. Touched by the mercy of the three, show her in the wake of the attempted robbery, Layla uh, decides to travel alongside them and ally herself with the rebellion. Also, Big hard on for Firion. Huge hard on. I was like, what are they, are they about to what they are they about to fuck? Oh yeah. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> and I love Maria's like, it's hey, a long hey, boat hey, trip. Hey, what the hell, man? I had Dude, if, first. <laughs> if Jill was there, there would have been hands thrown. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, man. No, Final Fantasy 16 Jill is is the OG, man. She's she's the one you want again. What, what did you post? There is like, no other choice. He asked for no pickles. <laughs> He one? said no pickles. Yeah. <laughs> All right, hold on one second, guys. Give me a break. Just uh, riff for a second. Yeah, I like how when we were on Twitter and you picked uh, Taria as your fucking thing. I, I like, did. I did. I, I did. I did that on purpose. So, uh, like, we're talking about Final Fantasy 60 right now, just because everybody's wondering while we wait for Carlos to get back. But yeah, no, I picked her because she never got anything. She yeah. never got any fucking time on screen. Like I wanted to just do a quest with her already. Funny enough, I did. I because you have to go because I went through that in Final Fantasy mode, and I was like, I can't uh, do it. I can't pick her. Yeah, I have to pick Jill. I have. To you know Jill. what's hilarious? She actually tells you in the quest. She's like, you. We never. This is the first time we're actually like outside the place, just me and you. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm so grateful for that. And she's so happy about it. She's like, finally, I get to actually like be on an adventure for once. Who? Who are we talking about? Um, Tarya from Final Fantasy 16. Oh God, yeah. 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 <laughs> I love her. I love her already. Oh, she's great. I she's can't a wait. homie. She's I can't wait to see more. Yeah. Oh, Gaff. 
Gav is the I love, best. I love, I love yeah, Gav. I, again, I can't. I love. I'm loving this, this like shit talking of Final Fantasy two. We're gonna be getting into, but as well, I can't wait to talk about sixteen and four so much. <laughs> it's like I'm like in the horizon. Such, I'm like, oh, it's such so a good. better game. Yeah, both <laughs> of them. God damn, so good. Yeah. Uh, all right, so we left out Leela and her wanting to bone Firion. Uh, next is Richard Highwin. He's the last of the Dragoon of Diced, having been uh, struck into Leviathan, stuck in Leviathan for mm-hmm. some time, which I thought was fucking cool. He is eager yeah. to return to action and stop the Empire to avenge his fallen comrades. The fact that there's like a fucking room, like there's a couple rooms in Leviathan. Just people are like, hey, man, we just live in life. Yeah. We <laughs> you want to buy some potions? We just built up civilization here. <laughs> I got some leftover potions from like 20 years ago. You want, you need some high yep. potions. You need any of that. You need some armor. I got you some take a, armor. You want, want to take a, a nap in this guy's fucking stomach? <laughs> yeah. Like, Don't worry. We're fine. Just take a nap, bro. I think, I think we got some rooms available. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Bobby, get off the bed. It's not your turn anymore. These guys got to yeah. take a rest. They're going to save us, apparently. <laughs> what the fuck? It's yeah. so goddamn random. Uh, <laughs> The room's all pink and shit. It's all disgusting. <laughs> Probably smells too. Like what the I hell is he, this, like, dude? Like guy had no problem sleeping. And Fearon's oh, no. like, ah, I, I'm tired. And Maria's like, what the fuck is wrong with our, our lives right now? <laughs> like, what is our lives? <laughs> I just find it hilarious. There's like whole ass bookshelves in there. I'm like, yeah. you guys really just like <laughs> settle I mean, did down. You, huh? Did you like repurpose like parts of a ship to be like, ah, oh, sure. these books, man. We can't leave with the stomach acids on the floor, guys. We can't just leave that <laughs> shit there. You know. What I mean? <laughs> Imagine the smell. It probably smells horrible, man. Uh, yeah, imagine how many showers it takes to just clean them out. Oh my god. Oh yeah, but that dragoon guy was pretty cool though. Like, I, I like how it's like, hey, this whole world, the whole world is like kind of collapsing around us, and he goes back to his village. He's like, what the fuck happened, guys? Like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah. What do you What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. Oh my. But god. it is cool that the 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 fourth character in the party because I think there's a constant three, and then the fourth character is constantly switching. Yeah. Yeah, I wrote that as one of my notes too. Like, you get a good breath of the of the world with that, like with the constant fourth party person that comes in. I'm surprised, like, not everyone was like a fourth party person at some point, in, like shape or form. You know, the fact that like Princess Hilda, I mean, she's she's integral to the whole story, but like. Even reading here, like, is, is Princess from Flynn and the commander of the Wild Rose Rebellion. She and Scott share a mutual affection for each other. Well, Hilda never joins the party, hero's party. She provides them with crucial guidance and direction over the course of the story. I, I was, like, waiting for her to just jump into the fray at some point. Start throwing like, hands. Yeah, I was like, if you're leader of the rebellion, you're about to throw hands, too. Like, at this point, we had everyone join the party. You might as well, too. Yeah, I think I think at one point she gets kidnapped, if I remember correctly, and put into prison. I thought that's when yeah. she would join the party. Yeah, I thought so, too. Yeah. Like, on, on the escape, I'm like, ooh, this is going to be fun. And she did. I'm like, oh, it's a weird decision. Um, Scott. Is the Prince of Kashirin, uh, and the elder brother of Gordon. He is Princess Hilda. Sh- uh, he and Princess uh, Hilda share mutual affection, as we mentioned. Uh, the heroes meet Scott and Flynn, where he entrusts them with his ring. Scott does not join the heroes party during the main game, but is playable during the Soul Rebirth campaign later re-releases. Uh, Paul is an admirable thief from Flynn and a member of the Wild Roses Rebellion. Though he never joins the Heroes Party, he provides frequent aid during their battles against the Empire. I thought he was a funny character, too. It was killing me. Uh, Sid is a curt older man <laughs> enamored with the yes. open skies. He runs an airship transportation business and will ferry the party almost everywhere in the world for a fee. Sid is not payable character, instead aiding the Heroes by the way of airship. Um, the Emperor... Was Sid in the first one? There is a Sid yeah. in there, but I think that's like after the fact. I don't think it was like initially was not in there. I think it was like the, the Lunith. The, there's like a village, like a random Lunith village. And it was like, yeah, hey, I'm Sid of the Lunith. I'm like, yeah, that's, 
you retroactively putting that in there. Uh, I don't think, I think this is the first Sid, technically. Like the actual um, Sid with an airship Sid. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Uh, and then finally, yeah, we have the Emperor, uh, conceited, arrogant Emperor of Palmacia. His ambitions for world conquest cause him to summon monsters from hell, using their strength to overthrow every country that resists. Although defeated by Farian's party inside his ultimate weapon, the Cyclone, the Emperor finds even greater power in the underworld. He sees the throne throne of castle pandemonium in hell and schemes to destroy all living creatures on earth so what going around the horn uh harf what did you think about the characters that we actually have characters this time yeah we actually have some sort of characters and like you said they have motivations which i i i enjoy that i finally there's some sort some sort of touchstone to like you know grab onto instead of just like yeah, kind of like saying like you're a warrior, you're yeah. a monk. Yeah, and then randomly, <laughs> right? Time travel. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's. I feel like that's gonna become a very um, it happens common what? common theme in a lot of these games, which is crazy um, to think about. <laughs> yeah, which is kind of crazy to think about. Yeah, no, I I really really enjoyed it. Uh, I I think Ricard is one of the coolest characters in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I didn't I kind of saw his death coming a little yeah. bit uh so, just like just the way that his character like acted and just kind of like where, where where it was going but honestly Ferion is like Ferion is a, is a good character i think I, I think out of a lot of like the main protagonist i think he's probably one of the good ones uh because we've had some pretty shit ones in the lot in, in in this series uh a lot of people want to give squall some credit squall is a pretty shit character for the most part <laughs> yeah. um yeah. Zell's where it's at in that game. Zell, Zell, I mean, yeah, Zell, Zell is even Zell's kind of a shit character yeah. too. But he's 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 fun though. Like, yeah, he, he's he brings funny. he brings a brevity. Yeah, he brings a yeah. brevity to the to the group. Um, but yeah, no, I I thought uh, I thought it was a it was a good good shift towards this way to having actual characters and actually having something having some sort of touchstone with this game because mm-hmm. we're gonna get to the combat at some point. We're gonna get to the gameplay. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, but the one thing I can take out of this game is the story and the characters. Like the characters, for, for is the one thing that I can bring out of this game and be like, you know what, this is going into the right direction. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is this is their strongest suit within Final Fantasy Two, and I would have to agree. Furion's also like their character design. Not even just looking, just at the character portrait like you have in game, but then when you look at all the materials that you know uh, Amano like created all the sketches and everything like oh my god their art is so beautiful but like Firion has such a distinctive design the bandana like kind of looks like Aladdin in so many ways to me almost like has like a very loose design um I love that Firion has a distinct design compared to like again we just dealt with the warriors of, of light which are just people in armor you know yeah, <laughs> basically how they're always portrayed is like just people in armor and even we have that backtrack in in Final Fantasy 3 even though that's a job system that makes sense um at least with the pixel remaster, the original version of these games, like there's not much to their designs or characters. So there, that's, that's funny that we get like a step behind spoilers for episode three. Like you get a step behind in that aspect, but a step forward with gameplay in that. And this is like a huge step forward story wise, but I would say a step behind in gameplay, which we'll get to in a moment. Um, yeah. Ricard definitely stuck out to me. Leon stuck out to me only because like I, when he popped up, I was like, oh, that has to be Leon. And it was Leon. And then I was like, okay, we're going to have to fight him. And then he just, like, survives. 
And again, he just does not pay for his actions. (laughs) (laughs) You equally has killed this much. And I was waiting for like, oh, he's he's like his brainwashed, something like that. You know, typical shit. And like, no, he's just he's just bad guy. He's just not a good guy. Yeah, he's just not a good (laughs) guy. And it was like, hey man, you can't go. He's like, I'm going. He's like, all right, man, I see you. Oh, no, bye. what the fuck? <laughs> Somebody's gonna kick your ass down there. Or something like that. Wear that armor. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you, sir? Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with you? But uh, Frank, what, what did you think about the characters overall? I yeah. thought they were pretty good. They're definitely the strongest part of Final Fantasy II. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, it's definitely the, a step up in terms of story compared to one. Um, but like you said, step back in terms of gameplay. Um, I, I liked all the characters. I thought the story had its had really cool moments for 1988, like story wise. Like, there's a lot of cool little moments there where, like, hey, we're actually gonna kill characters. We're gonna we're gonna have like big like explosions and stuff like that. And then mm-hmm. characters are gonna like actually like dynamically change. Uh, fates of characters obviously like impact other characters. Um, it, it's it's really cool to see the early steps of things. But like you said. Um, gameplay wise there's just a lot of stuff there that just make it so hard to love it yeah it really is that that's like the the biggest thing i also wanted to give a a special shout out to um to like i said was it gordon um yeah gordon not gordon i'm sorry joseph i i again i love his, his introduction i loved having him in the party i thought he was fun and like dynamic enough to play as and then when he dies i'm like wow that was pretty impactful like i didn't expect like that level of death like his sacrifice and stuff and that's kind of where the game started kicking toward me i'm like damn this is story-wise this is really hitting this is actually pretty decent enough but of course now we got to talk about the elephant in the room gameplay <laughs> oh <laughs> shit so final fantasy 2 is relatively unique in the final fantasy series for not using a singular experience value to manage each character's growth instead of earning experience points for an analog from battles each participant's stats develop organically depending on what actions take you take uh during battle organically Organically. i know i was like like what a dick yeah for example characters who frequently use a particular type of weapon so sword bow axe etc will become more adept in wielding weapons of that type while also increasing their physical strength similarly characters who frequently cast a particular magic spell will learn to cast more powerful versions of it as well as increasing their magical power HP and MP increase depending on depletion. A character who ends a battle in critical health may earn an increase in their maximum amount of hit points. A character who spends the majority of their magic points during a single battle may increase their maximum amount of magic points. Battle parties uh, can consist of four characters. Three are present throughout. This is actually a good thing, I would say, as we mentioned. But the fourth position rotates. Final Fantasy II it was the first game in the series to allow a friendly character to be placed in the back row during battles, making them immune to most physical attacks, but still harmed with bows and magical attacks. Enemies can be arranged in up to four rows of two foes each for a maximum of eight opponents on screen which is less than final fantasy one i swear to god at one point i think there was like 16 i think we mentioned oh, yeah, the yeah, pirates were like <laughs> it's like pirates goblins and then they kept coming god in i was like god stop calling them like I'm yeah, too yeah. many i could beat all Fight of you i just don't want to do this now i'm getting bored what one thing i could give this game then one thing i could give it because I, I didn't know that this yeah. was the one that did it was where you could put your party members front or back i'll give it i'll give them that yeah that's that. the extent of what i could do for you guys. <laughs> i just didn't even i honestly yeah. didn't know you could do that until like right now <laughs> they don't really explain that very well. No, and they, they I, is it 
is it two or three? I think when you it just like automatically tells you where. The, no, that's three. But like it tells you where they're at, and if you switch them, it's like no, no, we'll just switch everybody. I'm like no, I just want this one here for right now, and this one here for now. Like it's so fucking frustrating. Um, yeah, this is yeah, this <laughs> feels like what was that show? Pawn Stars. You're like that's the best I could do, man. <laughs> this is, this is all like, you can That's the best we could do. Yeah. Uh, oh, here we go. Here's a good one. When in conversation with a non-player character, the player can learn special words or phrases, which can later be repeated. Fuck that shit. It was that, so that right dumb. there. Yeah. Oh, that's oh my, my biggest God. gripe with this game. That learn learn talk system, but we'll yep. get to that. Yeah. No, and I mean that's it. That's like the most unique stuff specifically. I have some more notes, but we'll get into after we get into that specifically. I man, just off bat. No experience points is such a bummer. Like I mm. I didn't realize how much I missed it. Um like having that progression feeling, that level of power that you you get with the game. Um I was actually funny enough because of this game, I was uh I was playing 16, I think like a few days ago, and I was in an area where I was like, oh man, like everyone's is orga- it feels like eight, everyone's organically leveling up with me. Like we're not there's no area where you kind of feel OP just to for fun maybe or anything like that. And then I had a um side quest that took me to like an earlier section, like around where Benedicta was. Uh for people playing that game, if you know. Um that castle. Um and in, in that open area, I had there was like some side quests and I did it and I was like, oh, the enemies are still like level 12. This is fun. And I was just murdering people. I was like, oh, this is, oh, yeah, this is fun to feel. And I got worried that 16 was going to be like two and eight in that sense that it's like, if you do this, like it's going to happen. I man, I did not like the the system at all. I didn't like everyone can learn everything. And that was kind of annoying. And which is weird to complain about, right? Because like everyone yeah. can have flair, everyone, you know, like in in if you could, you know, break this game, it's just it didn't feel fun <laughs> to play. Yeah. There um, is a way to break it, and it's not fun. No, it's not fun breaking. It's just like uh, this is, and then yeah. I also felt like as you kept using swords, I'm like, all right, you're leveling up, leveling up. I was like, well, how, like there's no clear way to level up to like how do I get to level nine with swords? How do like I need something like how many battles do I need to do? And the progress bar just felt like it stalled to a certain degree. Like it just in case anyone knows, like when you look at the pro- progress bar, there are like progress bars specifically for every like for armor, for bows, for everything. Like when you see the uh, end battle screen or whatever, you can see them in the 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 uh, what I want to call it the character screens uh, in your menu. You can see like a, a, a bar that goes. But I felt like it was never moving for certain items. Yeah. And it's you not got clear like, of, like how to get it to move either. Yeah, because I was like, well, what's what the f-? and I at one point because it tells you too, like, um, all right, this character's right handed, so you know you want to basically you want to put the sword in his right hand because his that's his favorable hand, or vice versa or whatever thing like that. And it never to me like I was like, oh, what if I switch it? If I put like the sword in Firion's left hand instead of his right, is that gonna make it stronger now? Like because it's in a different hand, is that gonna raise the points up? No, it just stays the same. I'm like, the fuck is this game? <laughs> what yeah. is this game? This what game, is it doing? The the problem with it is it's like it wants to be hyper like open, but then also wants to be hyper specific at the same time yeah. as to like what you want to do. I think one of the my biggest annoyances is the same thing what you're dealing with with like Furion, like the right hand, left hand, right? is it does have like a optimized equipment based on like uh what what's good for the characters type thing 
where like you hit a button and it like auto puts things into their hands mm -hmm. and it's like oh this is obviously what's supposed to be for these characters yet the game doesn't also want you to use certain things for those characters like if i want to i wanted to make a guy unarmed right it would constantly put a fucking axe in their hand but it also but it also would take like because i would give fury on the best stuff Oh, but yeah. then it would give it to somebody else, and I'm like, no, give it back to Furion. What are you doing? <laughs> this you know what what I mean? the main like, character. Don't give. Yeah, he's the one who has swords. Why are you giving it to the girl with the bow? Why are you giving it to Maria? <laughs> Maria doesn't need this shit. She is. She's. She's doing okay. All right. She doesn't yeah. need this shit. And yeah. That that password system. God, that was so annoying. Because I I always I always literally had the fear. Um. Then and also I wanted to give a special shout out to RPG site. That was the walkthrough I was using because it's very minimal. It's just like, hey man, go here. And like, there's like, hey, there's four chests. If you want to look for them, you can find a map. But like, there's four chests here. Just keep an eye out, which is a great walkthrough. I highly recommend them. That's a great walkthrough if you want to play this game or any of these like pixel oh, yeah. masters. They're like very minimal. Like literally, they then which is what I want. Like I don't want you to tell me beat for beat where I need to go. Like you could just kind of be like, hey man, go here, up here. Hey, you had a hard time. A lot of people have a hard time right here looking for this. It's right here. Yeah. Like, cool. That's all. I, I don't. Need. I don't and, recommend this often. But yeah. play this game with a walkthrough. Yeah. Play this game with a walkthrough. Because I was I did so paranoid with and it the was... passwords. I was so paranoid that I was going to fucking miss one. And I was going to like break the game. Was like game over. I don't know. Some, <laughs> some way, somehow, some shape or form. <laughs> it was going to be like, nah, you're fucking done. Sorry. Uh, the Emperor fucking won. I'm like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, Emperor oh. just blew up everything. Nukes. <laughs> yeah. How dare you not learn the word, you know, chuckabo? Like, you piece yeah. of shit. <laughs> well, that's the problem with this game, right? Like, and in the, 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 the learn and talk system is so weirdly like specific as to when it gives you the learned and talk stuff there was one time where like someone says yeah go over to where the dragons are right mm -hmm. and i went there because if you just put two and two together you obviously know where you have to go you've been there right and you would go there and it'd be like no can't do anything here <laughs> yeah. no can't do anything here and then you would sit there like for like for me i didn't do a walkthrough in this game so i just straight up just like tried to figure everything out right there and then so I would constantly go back and forth, back and forth, and you don't get a fast travel. You're getting you're getting fighting monsters on the way there, and you're getting fighting monsters on the way back. So if you don't you miss something, you have to trek back, fight a bunch of shit, find out, oh, I don't even know what I'm here for again. Maybe I should go back and try over there. Maybe I missed something, right? You go over there, you try everything, you're like, fuck, I'm still missing something. You come all the way back and you try it. And then you find then you talk to somebody who for some reason you have to talk to three times instead of just one. Oh, and then he's like, Oh yeah, here's the here's the thing. Yeah, Here's you have to mention all three. Like <laughs> at one point in the game, I was just going through like all my passwords and because I was so paranoid, all the learned words, and was just going like Hilda, like, uh, what does this mean? What does this? What does this? Yeah. Dragon, and it would be Dragon, like nothing. I'm like, okay, I don't, I, I don't fucking know, man. Like you, you need to tell me what <laughs> you're supposed to tell me what the fuck to do. Yeah. Like I'm not supposed to tell you. God damn it! It was so yeah, there, fucking annoying. There are times in this game, and I remember this very specifically, where if you talk to somebody once right mm. and then you try to learn something from them it wouldn't give it to you but then you talk to them twice and then give it give them the learn then it would work i'm like are you serious right now yeah i felt like, like that happened a lot with i gotta scroll back up with uh paul 
the the oh. thief. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I felt like I talked to him like multiple times in his fucking in his like fancy ass home, and then finally like, oh yeah, there's a secret entrance over here. I'm like, motherfucker, what the fucker? You got to say that the first time. Show? Yeah, like what the? F- why I'm not? People are dying. Like, why yeah. are we doing Hilda this? too? Hilda is like, yeah. hey, I'm the queen of everything. Here's all the information, but you also have to mention Choco to Chocobo to me the second time I talk to you in this same sentence. Yeah, or I'm you like, won't get shit. What? <laughs> it's so 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 fucking frustrating, man. And yeah. it, it it was so funny. You mentioned like the backtracking. You have to constantly fight. I thank God for the pixel remaster on console. Uh, again, I don't know if you could like. I think you could probably mod it right for a PC. But I'm playing on console, and there is just just tapping in on the the right stick. I'm assuming on PlayStation and Switch, um, you can just shut off all battles. So you can just oh, okay. it's perfect. Like if you need to backtrack and you just don't want to do that anymore. It's it's fucking beautiful, it, especially in this game because guy who cares if you level up? There's no fucking levels. Um, yeah. Harv, it, I I've been waiting for this because we've been talking in our in our chat about this. So what? Go off, King. Everything is wrong with this fucking game yep. system in this game. So the fact that like you could break this game by just attacking your own party members to level yeah. up all your shit yeah. and yeah. then hitting the enemy is just like. Did they did they play test this that you could just attack your own and your own team and like destroy like things? The thing, the fact that like yes, the recommended thing just doesn't make any sense because like they they want you to play in a specific way, but they're like no 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 you can do whatever you want in this game. It's like what well, you can't you can't have both. You have mm-hmm. to pick one. Like you can't just say like everybody can learn everything. That like, just doesn't make any sense. Where there's an optimal way of playing each character. So it just it just it's just such a mind-boggling way of like making like the making the gameplay loop and too much it, freedom it's, it's too much freedom respond. yeah like yeah. yeah yeah you gotta exactly. have some rigidness in there because if you don't then you lose track you just lose it in the sauce in a way and yeah it, it's just one of those things where it's why this this gameplay has never come back again because <laughs> <laughs> They 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 did something. They tried something different, and there it just it just did not work. Yeah, the password thing was just weird. The way that you had to like like talk like I get you have to like do an exhaustive like you know to talk to people like a lot, but like to do it at specific moments is just weird. exactly it's why weird. why is that to be so specific with the moments? Yeah, like if you had to exhaust dialogue, I would totally be fine with that. That's totally cool. But that you have to do it at specific moments of dialogue is just weird um but yeah it by the time i got to the end of this game i was so frustrated with it because i was just like i just want this game to end yeah i just want this yeah. game to end i agree bro man. I, don't say that, I don't say that with a lot of final fantasy games i don't say that with a lot of them and by by like i think three quarters of this I was like all right i gotta be close man i gotta be close to the end i think of this i took I think I, I I messaged you when I hit Pandemonium, and I was like, "Oh, cool! Fuck, we're in fucking Pandemonium. Pandemonium is like ten levels. Oh my god, it ten feels like fucking, fucking levels! Forever. And then you get to the end, and more times out of ten, like I I think I messaged you in this. I got to the end of Pandemonium, and I'm like, I am obviously not leveled for this yet, which yeah. means I had to grind levels, which Ugh. sucked, especially yeah." Grinding levels with the system that you're provided with oh, in this game. Yeah. Like, it's so fucking frustrating. It Especially so... magic. Oh, it's yeah. like whoever thought, hey, the amount of enemies you kill with magic will level up your magic. Cool. 
You know how many fucking people I had to kill to even level up? <laughs> you rat bastards! Oh my god! Uh, I'm actually really like I'm actually really intrigued to say to see how you like the Final Fantasy Eight method of they how they do everything because it's very interesting the way that that, that one is done compared yeah. to like like it, it kind of gives me the vibes of Final Fantasy Two only because they tried something radically fucking different and it's weird to say that because this is only the second installment so it's not yeah. like they have too much to work on well, yeah. they were, like they only had one other game. Yeah, I guarantee at the time people were like, "Yeah, this is the shit." But like nowadays, I would love to. Like, I could not. I was hoping like with with different like resources and stuff. Like, obviously, the Ultimania is going to be very like pro whatever you know, pro Final Fantasy and pro Square Enix stuff. But I like also had the wiki up and like looking at their notes. Like, there's nothing that specifically talks about the time and place of this. I'm like, I wish there was. Like, I want to go back. Maybe I need to find like a retro review. Probably did, Nintendo it, it, Power it, Magazine, right? It got IGN get well. IGN gave this the PSP one six point one out of ten. That's accurate. The PS the PSP yeah. version. Yeah, which is like the GBA. So yeah, that that's accurate. I, that's I'd probably give it a seven just because of the characters. Yeah, I'm maybe. more favorable like story and, <laughs> and characters. Like I always joke around with like Nerdy Day reviews. Like that's that's king with my reviews. So like as long as that's there, like I'm happy. Like I think. I think I came off overtly negative on Marvel's Avengers because that game is what it is. But like the story <laughs> of that game is so good and like a great like Miss Marvel yeah. story, great Marvel like Avenger story. Great. It just terrible. sucks that it's trapped in that game. Oh god, that gameplay is so horrible. It's so fucking atrocious. It's this very similar with this. And I yeah. think if I if I had it, I don't score like with Chaos Rings, like I'm not scoring with like I normally do with uh nerdy day reviews but like i would give this like a three out of five like okay but like on the you know like the not like amazing okay like it's okay like the the story is like the best part of this and the which is Easy. what you want in an rpg but like man gameplay has to be something there there has to be something little there to like just get you over the goddamn hump it, that's the thing but but I, I, I feel like gameplay has got to be there for the most part because the only way you can get to these RPG elements and these story elements is by playing the game. And if you're not enjoying playing the game, you're never going to hit these story beats. So I feel like, I, I for me, I have to be cri as critical of the story as I am with the gameplay, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm doing the same thing with 16 because I like the, well, the story. The gameplay is not the, like, it's not my favorite. So, like, I, ha I have to, I when I play RPGs or, like, any of these Final Fantasy games, I have to, like, balance the two. Yeah. in a fine line and then put it give it like a six out of ten i'd probably give it a 6.5 if anything if i had to like score it yeah because like yeah the story is the story is decent the character uh the character arcs are not they're pretty good but man playing that game was just like can i just can i just get this game without playing the game can i just like not play it it's just gonna be all the character <laughs> stories <laughs> yeah can you give me like the advent children version of this like, yeah please <laughs> like oh my god that would be such an awesome anime or an awesome fucking movie like that would be so cool like can you imagine yeah i think i think two deserves some kind of redemption i think there's enough sto good story in two to warrant like a, a movie or like a remake or something you know what i mean like a, give me a strangers in paradise like offshoot spinoff or something like that where like i get cool combat and shit and <laughs> just give, give team ninja just a bunch of these games for like fun two <laughs> yeah, the earlier ones yeah. give, give them the first three yeah after, give yeah. them after after years for final fantasy four <laughs> exactly that. that'd be cool <laughs> i mean that, i think that would i i think two deserve story-wise two deserves enough to like have a comeback it's just like and, and I I honestly think like if we're scoring this out of five, I'd probably give it like a straight up two. 
like it, it wasted so much of my time like mm-hmm. in terms of like i finished that game within like 30 hours yet i had to spend an extra like five or six fucking grinding so i can finish the final boss yeah and i was already there i'm already at the final boss like i'm just i'm just over here just beating shit up so i can level up my magic for like an hour you know what I mean? <laughs> like, again a lot of the old final fantasy games were like that right final mm-hmm. fantasy was like that dragon quest was like that as well well it was well, like that one a lot of kind of like, like one was so good in its xp like giving you xp for killing everything or the amount of monsters it gave you by the time you got to the end it you you were kind of already there you know what i mean like you level wise you're like okay maybe you need to grind maybe one or two levels in the in a in a dungeon before like right before the boss but like you were already kind of the, there but this could be the byproduct of them not doing exp at all right like oh yeah now it's all yeah. into like leveling up certain weapons and magic and stuff like that it just didn't it just didn't translate one to one no yeah it really right. didn't that and it you know it's funny mentioning movie or like tv show i don't know if you guys uh are you guys dragon quest fans I guess I never mentioned that. I played I... Dragon Eats. I want to say Eats. The, the, the one with the the one with the dude with the like the, he looks like Trunks. Eleven? Don't they all? Don't they all look like Trunks? Oh yeah, kind of. No, yeah. the main hero kind of. He's got that like Trunks hair from he's got... Dragon Ball Z. You know what I'm talking about? He's got the small cut. That has to be eleven. Yeah, because in eight he's got I mean... a bandana. The hero has a bandana. That's like his defining. I've played eight. I know I've played eight. Yes, eleven. Eight. You're right. You're right. It is eleven. Yeah. Um, I, I eat the one with the bandana. I know I played that one. It's so funny because like I I have been getting into it little by little because like that my wife loves those games so I, like I bought the first three I I picked up two like a year ago and I like I had to put it back down because like just time wise uh, I, I love the slime I have the slime whiskey glass that like, oh hell yeah back and forth oh that's awesome. you put whiskey in it yeah. oh that's so cool but uh there's a movie uh for Dragon Quest three that basically tells the whole story of Dragon Quest three it's CG animated it's on Netflix. Um, the voice acting is not great for the dub, at least I'm sure the Japanese is, is phenomenal, but, uh, it does a really good job of recapping like what a lot of people say is like one of the best stories in Dragon Quest and like a crucial game. And then it does something really cool at the very end with that game, which I won't spoil here, but if you watch the movie, you know what I'm talking about. Um, I think it's called your story. I think it's called Dragon Quest, the movie, your story or something like that. It's on Netflix again, check it out. Um, I, I really like that and I would love to see something like that. It doesn't have to be great animation. Like I don't need, you know, the you know, Spirits Within or Avon Children, like that beautiful yeah. art style, which don't get me wrong, it looks great. Or like whatever it's, they did for Enter the Matrix. But like I give me like a chibi or something, like anime yeah. or anything like that. Like this story is really good and deserves some kind of shine of light, but I I, I couldn't recommend it gameplay wise. Like <laughs> I can't. Like you gotta be a Final Fantasy hardcore player to be like, I need to know everything, man. And and that's that's why I played it. And there's some cool stuff here. Like there's cool Final Fantasy lore here. Pandemonium shows up in 14, right? Like it's okay. it's it's a thing. Yeah, in, I don't that. know if this is a constant yet, because what a uh, uh, friend a friend of the podcast Mario, um, uh, another Pip uh, guy. We're we're talking about this earlier about 16. We're like there's constants within the series, right? Like Sid airships, right? Um, usually icons as a pandemonium, yeah. right? Crystals, like these, there's mm-hmm. these crystals you know what i mean there's constants within the universe so it's cool to find those and um but yeah like i i really do like there's there's cool stuff here that's like first time right and i would love to see that kind of like explored a little bit more but it is surprising that square enix hasn't jumped on any like anime or any kind of like things for these the series because there's a lot there it's on the cutting room floor right like persona does it there's a there's usually a whole adaptation of like the the entire game of persona to come out 
Final Fantasy Seven. They fucking took that. Oh and yeah, went to the moon with that. Yeah. with that they're, game. But it's always Final so Fantasy Seven. Yeah, just give me something else. Give me another story already. You know exactly. what I mean? I wonder if sixteen will ever get a, an anime adaptation. Like, did fifteen didn't get anything right? Like any kind of like side anime stuff or anything. There like is. That? There's an anime movie, prequel. Though. Yeah, and King's, there's a movie King something, well. right? Yeah, yeah Kingslayer. There's or a whole like thing. Yeah. There's like a there's an anime prequel about each each episode is like one of the characters. So there's like an Ignis episode, a Prompto episode, which I need to I want to re-explore because I know some stuff about Prompto that got spoiled for me for like the extra content, which I don't mind. It's fine. I can't wait to play. I'm like want to rewatch the anime. I'm like that's not hinted. Like what we what we talk about in that doesn't get hinted at the anime. He's a little fat kid. I don't understand. Wait, hold on, because <laughs> there's some My- stuff that happens with him. Um, there, yeah, there's the anime, there's the movie Kingsglaive, which actually is pretty decent. Um, the animation looks good. I've never seen it. I, I, I still, like, I haven't finished 15 because at the time I was like, I fucking hate this game, but I think I'm, I think I'll have a better view of it now than I, I, I'm excited to get back to that episode. That's another one I'm looking forward to when we get down the line because I want to do the extra content. I never got to do like the full breadth of the game after like a year later, all this stuff came out. I was like, no, man, like, I never got to play the game. And never again. I, I yeah, I've done the base game. That was it. I platinum that, and that was it. But I've never played Arden or anything like. That. The, the, I think <laughs> you guys played uh, Assassin's Creed Origins. Uh, yeah. Yes, yes, right, so yes. Did you guys fight Arden? <laughs> there, I I never got that quest. Right, so wait, I, no, I totally yeah. I totally did, didn't I? I didn't understand it. Yeah, you have to play both games uh, yeah. to understand what the fuck. Now I think going. about, it, I didn't understand it because yeah. it was a uh, it yeah it was a crossover. But like I never played Final Fantasy 15 or even like at that point even knew anything about Final Fantasy. So I think I just did it just to like check off a list of a side quest and just didn't understand anything. I was excited, but then like like for spoilers for Assassin's Creed stuff, like the the antagonist of Final Fantasy 15 just randomly fucking shows up. And then it it kind of makes sense if you have to play 15 to understand it. Like you had to play 15 to understand it first. And even then it kind of doesn't really make sense. And then he just pieces the fuck out and he's like, here, you got a chocobo. I was like, what the fuck? This camel looks like a chocobo. What the fuck is up with this world? It's so fucking weird. What is, up yeah. in the, what is up in the world of Final Fantasy? Yeah, ever since I feel like seven, like they've been like, we need extra content for all these little things, except for like random ones don't get content. Like apparently there's an anime for nine being developed. Eight has not gotten fucking jack shit of anything. Ten, ten has a bunch of side games. Yeah, and fucking audio dramas for like things like that and with art and stuff that accompanies it, which is nice. 13 has fucking too many games for some goddamn reason. And <laughs> thank God you guys all love 14 because there's a bunch of shit, just books and all. Oh, man. that Yeah, 14, definitely. That's um, all. I'm hoping yeah. with 16. Oh, yeah, you got one over there. Hell yeah. I'm hoping with, like, 16 we get something. Even as much as, yeah. like, as, as I guess I'm six of them up there. Oh, God. Damn. I didn't realize I, there was I that want, much. <laughs> I want Final Fantasy to get, uh, to get the same anime treatment that Castlevania got. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Straight up love, Just nothing but straight it, up man. love. Yeah, again, two would be so good as an animated adaptation, man, because that—that's the best way to experience this. I would say, gameplay wise, but or just in in, in general, just wise, just experience it in general. Yeah. So we're gonna uh, get to the tail end of the episode here. We're gonna go over uh, some notes here. Uh, that I picked up from various websites and stuff like that. So notice there's no character creation or job system because Final Fantasy 2 was intended to be more of a story-driven game than the first Final Fantasy and thus would need to be uh, need specific characters. The second reason was the idea that the system would be more about nurture than nature. 
does not come across that way. The players don't uh, doesn't choose a character in the beginning, but they can make them grow in a certain way to become anything the players set them up to be. This is the way character building process would continue throughout the game. Uh, when making the system, developers didn't anticipate it would lead to a system where players could easily exploit it, and the ability to hit party members was included so players could uh, wake sleeping characters, but instead people used it to grind levels. So that's uh, what Harv was talking about earlier, which is they, they broke it in the worst way possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, the game's earliest outlines and prototypes bore little resemblance to the final version of the game. An earlier plot summary and description of the game's characters described the plot focused around battle for succession in the kingdom of Altair, including King Basil, the second of his three sons, Philip, Richard, and Roger. What? Yeah, like this is completely different. Uh, this kind of, you know what it reminds me of? 16 story. Ooh, yeah, actually. Yeah, he that's basically the it. story of sixteen. Yeah, it was like a battle for succession. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit! Yeah, <laughs> look at that. Wow. Fucking Yoshi P was like, "I'm gonna bring this shit around, man." Y'all using this? I'll use it all it. comes back. It all yeah. comes back around. Uh, gameplay elements include a number of features which would not be seen in the final version, including a passage of time. Again, <laughs> time traveling these motherfuckers. Uh, varied story depending on the player's conduct. Wow, that's been crazy in 1988. Like, how would you implement that in the gameplay wise? Like, like a morale, like a yeah. morality system. But like, I can't think of it in, in, in the context of 1988 gameplay mechanics, right? Like a morality system. Like, how would that go? <laughs> that's insane. Uh, Harv, why, why you were uh, taking that phone call real quick? We mentioned that uh, the developers did not know that. They didn't expect that players would break the system with the HP. They the hitting mechanic was to wake party members that were sleeping. That's why that was included. And then it was like, wait, they broke it. <laughs> yep. People are leveling up. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh damn, we didn't expect this thing to happen. Right. <laughs> it's like, ah, we how dare you guys level up? Yeah, I guess that's. I guess it's one of those things, right? Cause like you're, you're. This is yeah. This is early or uh, yeah, 1988. Once the game comes out, the game comes out, right? Like yeah. that's it. If it's there's broken, no, it's broken. There's no yeah. patching or anything like that, right? So like, it's out. That's how the gameplay. That's how the game mm-hmm. is, and that's how people are going to play it. And it sucks, but like, you know, they can't. They all can't be winners, you know. No. <laughs> Very true. Very true. And then, as we mentioned, there was a uh, there's a lot of content uh, or outlines for prototypes that bore little resemblance. Uh, just to repeat, so there was. Uh, the original plot focused around battle for succession in the kingdom of Altair, involving King Basil II and his three sons, Philip, Richard, and Roger. Uh, gameplay elements including a number of features. Yeah, right? Isn't it crazy? A number of features. Yeah, no, which- does it sound like- familiar? Yeah. <laughs> does it sound familiar, Harp? So like a game we've been playing recently? <laughs> I know, but like the names, man. You got, you got the main character named Furion, and then you got Maria, Guy, yeah, Maria. Roger, yeah. Jim, Richard, Ricard, Richard, yeah, yeah. It's like, Joseph. Yeah, it's just like normal yeah, ass like, names. What? Yeah. <laughs> I want to say this game takes place a lot, like just by judging by the names, right? A lot of these characters ha- like have to be in like the Middle East area of like the thing. Like Yosef, I think is like like he's even wearing like like Middle Eastern clothes and stuff like that. Yeah, but like true. other characters aren't, so it's a little confusing on where the hell we are. Yeah, because like, Furion's got like in in the in the artist description has like baggy pants. Like, yeah. I don't want to sound like like almost like harem pants or something like that. Like he's yeah. got that look. He's got like he's got the bandana. Like he seems like a very like almost um uh, playing sixteen to go back to that. What's the area right now? Uh, near Drake's Breath. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, like, a lot of that. Yeah, Dalmachia. Yeah, yeah. Like a lot of those characters seem like they're they're in the desert, so they wear like very desert centric clothes. Like 
they have that kind of look to them, which is 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 crazy. Um, again, with the gameplay elements, including a number of features which would not be seen in the final version, including passage of time, uh, which we were just joking about with time travel, a varied uh, story depending on the player's conduct, which that's what you just came off the phone call. I was like, how would a morality system work in 1988? Like, what button would you need to press? <laughs> How would that work? Like that seems like that would break the NES. <laughs> like, yeah, because <laughs> like my first exposure to that was like Xbox and PlayStation, like a PlayStation <laughs> Two, right? Like I was, th- I always think of Jade Empire. That was like the first game I played with like a morality was, system. That that is kind of crazy because like thinking like they they were thinking about that like 1980, like you know six or seven about like you know we're gonna have some sort of morality. Obviously, then it was already not called morality system, but like to them. Mm-hmm. Like thinking about that that early, that's kind of crazy to think about. Yeah, it, yeah, it, like the world changing depending on your actions. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they uh, to include the the player's conduct. There was a fame uh, parameter as well. So like, I, which what, makes sense actually story wise. Yeah, that, I guess that would work because you you kind of build the name for yourself as like Theron and all. Like you you kind of that that actually would work. Yeah. That that actually would because as you like got stronger, renown. yeah. Yeah, I was about uh, to say, you know, funny enough, there's a game we play recently that has a nice little system just like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. And then it says certain elements of this outline would later be used for Square's romancing saga series. So Ooh, a lot of that stuff will be revisited in that series. Uh, I don't was... think I've ever played the romancing saga games. No, I've heard of them, but I've never played, played them. a demo probably, I think, or some like ROM of the like SNES one probably. But never like fully to completion. Um, there was also plans for it to originally release in America... Uh, American version of the success of the 1990 English port of part one, but plans fell through uh, to go with Final Fantasy port, Final Fantasy four port instead for the SNES. There is even a promotional image that you can find in the American release with the title Final Fantasy two dark shadow over Palikia, which would have been like, I guess their way of like changing names and stuff like they always did in fucking America for no goddamn reason. So luckily for us Americans and North Americans, we got Final Fantasy IV instead. And I can tell you from my first time playing that game, when we get to episode four, fuck, that's a better game than this one. Uh, it's a better two. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's uh, way better than what would have been Final Fantasy II. Uh, and smarter. Yeah, way smarter. I love that the reason was like, ah, the SNS, let's just go with that one. I was like, mm, you made the right choice, America. <laughs> We missed a job system because we skipped two and three, but you know, think about the ones that they adapt. They we get our Final Fantasy two was Final Fantasy four, and our Final Fantasy three was Final Fantasy six. So <laughs> you got like the base, the the original, and then two of the best games ever created in RPGs. <laughs> so America looking fucking great, man. Oh, right, definitely. <laughs> Japan's definitely like pretty good. There. That's a suffer, <laughs> or not suffer. That's, they probably did pretty well for themselves. So. Around the horn, Frank, we'll start with you. Final thoughts on Final Fantasy II and its legacy. Um, Final Fantasy II is a good stepping stone forward, but a big stepping stone back. Uh, I I, I don't recommend playing this game, honestly, unless you really, really have to. Unless you're doing what like I'm doing, where it's like, I want to play every single Final Fantasy game. Yeah, go ahead, I guess. Uh, do it the way Carlos did, though. Well, like, do it through the Pixel Remaster so you can turn shit off. You know what I mean? It's it's honestly it's there. There's no reward for playing it the way I do. There is no reward. Like just no. get through it as fast as possible. Ingest the story. Don't worry about gameplay. It's not worth it. You will feel empty inside after you do it if you do it my way. Um, 
I, yeah, I don't recommend playing it unless you really have to, honestly. But story-wise, I hope we get some kind of iteration of this. Um, I'm trying to think of even in Final Fantasy XIV, because that game usually kind of, like, has references to, like, other ones. I'm trying to think, do we even, like, Pandemonium, obviously, right? But that, from what Harv said, seems to be something that's in other games as well. Um, I can't think of anything that, like, directly references too. I don't think Maybe so. Maybe the pirates? Pirates I, in, in 14? <laughs> like, Other than Dissidia, you know, like the fighting game. Like, mm. First uh, first appearance of Leviathan, I guess? Or unless, unless there was a, a lot Leviathan of the, in A lot of the one. summons, right, are in this for the first time, I think? Or is that three? Am I thinking? That might be three. Because I don't remember any summons. One sec. I, I'm checking quickly. Uh, it looks like... Uh, some of the main theme of Ulda is in Final Fantasy 2. Which, okay. I guess. Okay, shit, shit that really doesn't matter if you're playing 14. Yeah, shit that really doesn't matter. So I don't think there's very much from 2 in this game. So, that's that's the answer right there. You really don't need to play Final Fantasy 2. No, you, really <laughs> you really don't. Unless you have somehow <laughs> played the city of final fantasy fighting game and you're like who's that guy with the bandana he seemed pretty cool he is cool but you can just listen to our thing to tell us like and we're telling you how cool he is that, that's enough you don't need to play it <laughs> yeah it seems like the only really thing is like music that's really oh, it oh, oh yeah music. that's again you have like the goat and umatsu you know like <laughs> like of course yeah. it's gonna be good like the, the, crazy, the craziness yeah, you go from Umatsu to Soken, which is all, which is like crazy. crazy yeah, to think right, about. exactly. Like it's just, ah, it's fucking great. Um, Harv, how would you lasting impressions of Final Fantasy two or its legacy? Oh, the other thing that's in Final Fantasy fourteen is you can get Furion's outfit. I forgot about that. Oh fuck it! Again, Where? Cool yeah. Wait, what? Um, you're stuck oh, to the game. That was for a sick. certain amount of time. I think it's yeah, eight hundred. If you eight hundred forty days, you get his uh, outfit. And, uh, and a chokeable set for him too. Um, lasting impressions of this game, I I I agree with you. you don't need to play this game. Uh, if you if you want to see the origins of them trying to make like a good story, uh, trying to them to craft a, a decent story, then sure, why not? But if yeah, if you're gonna play play with a walkthrough, but I I would I. I personally, if you're gonna start Final Fantasy, start with four, and then work your way up. Like Final Fantasy one is good. We 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 all enjoyed it, but there's not really that big of a story there. It's kind of gameplay wise. We're gonna get to Final Fantasy three as well at some point, or not this week, or not next week, but the week after. Um, I have my thoughts on that game too. But four is like the one. This game is very forgettable. Not very much. Not not much to do with gameplay. Gameplay is just not good in this game. So I would I like like I said, I'll probably give this game a good six point five out of ten. Like it's it's the only saving grace is the story stuff, but like how much how much can that carry you exactly. to the end? Not very much. Right. <laughs> no, that that that's exactly that's a really good point with that. And then I it's so funny because you know a lot of people, you know, just shit on IGN or any big site like that when they give out scores, right? Like, oh IGN gave a seven out of ten, whatever. No, IGN's right here. Um <laughs> you know i think i gave like i mentioned earlier in the episode like yeah i might give it a seven out of ten in the ign scale just because i love the story so much but like it, it and frank echoed it really well that it's like i would say two steps forward story-wise i was and, about to say that yeah yeah and then one step back 
with gameplay yeah. wise, and that it just leaves it in this weird middling ground of a game. I, I was I was leaning towards one step forward, two steps back, but that was yeah, like fair. Hey, no, that's even game. better actually. But, but the thing is, like, it's the, only the second game, so it, it is two steps forward for them, and then one step back because of the gameplay. Like, it, it's still they're still pushing uh, some sort of boundary with this game. Just like how I I said this in Final Fantasy sixteen review, is that every time a Final Fantasy game comes out, they do something new. They try something that is not done in the previous Final Fantasy games. This is why when Final Fantasy seventeen comes out, I don't want the same game. I want something different mm-hmm. because this is what this franchise does, and this game is no different. Final Fantasy two is no different. It is they took one and they're like, how do we how do we do something different from this? I'm not make it seem like it's the game before and we're gonna we're gonna keep seeing that as the game as we go through the games yeah and and again i mentioned at the top of the episode too like there's so many nes games that just do something so completely different and like it, it's not even you can't even say nintendo because nintendo does it a lot obviously in that era like again mario 2 for america you know we got doki doki panic that was our mario 2 um we didn't get the lost levels we finally got with like the super mario world like or super mario thing on super nintendo where it's like all the games um so we finally got to play that version um link's awakening um or no i'm sorry link's adventure is completely different than the legend of zelda there's so many games of this era that are just not the same and it's like i don't know what the the thought process was with all these different companies at the time where it was just like go for broke i guess like let's just see what we could do but it's so funny to see i guess it's kind of refreshing in one sense right because you see so many companies doing like fuck it i don't know man let's just try something different with this and this and like to see what hits where now so many companies that are around that from back then to now play it so fucking safe right konami basically don't make games anymore <laughs> like and they were like killing it back in the nes days and they they kept trying different things and stuff like that until let's say even for castlevania right you finally get like castlevania 3 which so many people love and then you get symphony of night which is different but still people love as much right or more um as that evolves as the series evolves and you get Mega Man that gets crazier and stuff like there's so many things that they try back in the day and they're like fuck it let's just see what happens and now all those companies just play it's too goddamn safe unless you're sega and they're like fuck it sega uh, sonic is a knight now who cares <laughs> <laughs> who's tr- who's gonna turn sonic yeah. into a werewolf now exactly and then there's awesome anime music um that's it okay. like but i want i want to oh sorry sorry oh, no, 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 no. go ahead go ahead go ahead go ahead no, no, i want to make a new segment on the show okay yeah, yeah. Okay. i want to make this why is this in final fantasy 14 this is, this is i like segment. that okay. yeah so we're gonna go through every final fantasy and we're gonna see what kind of things they take from final fantasy the final fantasy 14 i know carlos you have not played 14 i don't know if you ever will play 14 at this point but that might be an episode we have to skip because (laughs) getting through the entirety of 14 took (laughs) i think what like just beelining through it took us like six months yeah something like that so (laughs) okay so i'm gonna start uh, there's only five bullet points (laughs) two Mm -hmm. there's only five bullet points five okay one, the first one is from 1.0, so it's a game that doesn't exist anymore. You can't, you can't play it. It's the servers. They had two server names, Kushan and Palamecia, okay. as servers uh, for the game. So the next one is interesting because I didn't know, about, I forgot about this. That Minfilia, one of the leaders of the seventh, uh, the Scions of the Seventh Dawn, uses the password Wild Rose to allow 
a player does. to identify other members of the order, oh, which yes. is Shit. also the phrase used by Princess Hilda to uh, to to Finn. Mm-hmm. That's a cool little nod. Um, and then the soundtrack is used in multiple instances, like I said, in the Ulda thing. Uh, Dreadnought is one of the Empire's airships, which is our enemies inside Final Fantasy XIV, Dreadnoughts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other one is the Talking Beavers appear in Ilmeg. So they appear, they appear in Final Fantasy XIV. I forgot you had to play fucking beavers. I totally forgot. Why did I not write a note about that? They look so fucking stupid, too. Like, their tails are just like... And they're like shaking it. I'm like, oh my god, what the fuck? Hey, I don't know why I thought about this earlier. This is very out of the blue. I was like, man, there's no duck enemies in Final Fantasy. I don't know why that popped in my head while I was playing 16 earlier. I was like, yeah, that'd be fun to fight a duck. That'd be stupid. And then I started thinking about it, and I was like, I don't know why. I that's how fucking weird this game is. Like, I I could I should have wrote that down. Like that that's actually a shining beacon. You fight beavers. That's yeah. Like, how There's low. actual animals in this one? <laughs> yeah, what the stupid thing? Well, oh my god! One character can apparently talk to animals, so yeah. you gotta have animals. <laughs> guys like pleading with them, like guys, don't listen. We're like way op. We're gonna murder you. Like no, no, we have to defend our dam. Yeah, defend our dam. I All think right. too. If I remember correctly, I think the battle theme for this is in the Golden Saucer. I think it's a mini game theme. or something like that. I don't remember. Oh yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, Final Fantasy 3 is going to be very interesting because there's a lot for Final oh, Fantasy 3. There is literally like so right off much. about a shadow, like shadow bringers right there. Yeah, like, well, I mean, all the crystal tower. Shadow, yeah, basically all the shadow towers, yeah. Final Fantasy yeah. what, uh, stuff, so. Here's an interesting question. Uh, can we, can you quickly go back and we can retroactive one in this episode as one? well? One? Oh yeah, there, there's, there's I think we do talk about of, it the first episode too. There, there is a bunch of one. Uh, one, um, I guess if you go to 1.0, there's a server named Cornelia. Okay. which is the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's also a server named Melmond, which is also a village in uh, in one. Matoya is from Final Fantasy 1. Oh, and her yeah. theme, her, she's a character in 14. She, her theme is also like just taken right from Final Fantasy 1. Uh, Mount Golg, oh, which is yeah. a uh, level 79 dungeon in Final Fantasy 14, is uh, also, it's, it's in Shadowbringers. Um the design for the Warrior of Light, which is the one in, Sh- uh, in Shadowbringers in 5.3, is the exact design of the Warrior of Light on the cover of Final Fantasy 1. Oh, Take it straight from the art. Straight from the art. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Chaos appears as the boss in the Alpha Scape, which is the raid that is uh, Chaos from Final Fantasy 1. Uh... And then if you if you bought the collector's edition, you can get the Warrior of Lights helmet and then a wind up uh little pet from Final Fa- from, from from Final Fantasy One if you bought the collector's edition. And uh if you pre order Stormblood, you got the Red Mage one. So the little hat with the feather in it? Yeah, yeah you get a little minion of the Red Mage. So like you got this one minion, it's called Minion of Light, where every time you summon it, it could be a black mage, it could be a warrior or a white mage. Every oh, time okay. you summon, it's going to be something different. God, I and can't wait to get back into that game. Straight from 14, or straight from 1. That's interesting. That's cool. Yeah, all right. This yeah. is definitely going to be revolving segment. I really like this. Yeah, Because there's going to be people who actually played that game as well. I think I we got someone... I've been posting it, like, everywhere. You guys have seen it because I tag you every time. But, like, in every mm-hmm. social media platform, now threads and everything else. God, well, I don't want to fix that yet. We'll, we'll get there. 
I'll have to fix notes once see who wins out what becomes popular but um every like social media facebook like kind of funny group or anything like that someone was like oh my god like i'm loving final fantasy like i can't wait to i want to try the other ones I'm like fucking great here's a perfect time for our podcast to start here you go here's a link and you know all this stuff someone's <laughs> like oh well i got a question are you guys gonna cover 11 I'm like we actually are harv actually played the game and we are gonna cover that in that game and they got really excited like oh bye about 14 like they have their own show but we also will try to fit that into an episode and they're like oh cool I, I, so this is a perfect segment for that one guy uh, i don't remember your name <laughs> uh and the facebook kind of funny group that was like are you guys gonna cover the mmos now every episode we're gonna cover the mmos in one way shape or form <laughs> so there you yeah, go 14 at least not not 11 because 11 yeah. 11 is great but i i, I no. that one i'm gonna be talking i'm probably the only one that's gonna that's that's played it and probably will be the only person that's going to be playing it. So yeah, we're going to moderate. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll ask yeah. you questions and you know, little things like that. I'll, I'll you know, I'll get notes and <laughs> stuff like that. All right. So that is it. That is episode two of chaos bringers, final fantasy two. Um, we're going to go around the horn again, as I like mentioned that, because I watch ESPN every once in a while. So I like that using that term of phrase, uh, Harv, around where can everyone find you? Uh, you can find me Beard in the Hair pretty much everywhere, point in progress, but a lot of my content is on Beard in the Hair, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, everywhere that you can think of. Um, yeah, I got my weekly show every Friday that comes out about the news that's happening in the video game space things. And then, uh, yeah, I got my review coming up for Final Fantasy 16 this week, uh, either Wednesday or Thursday, one of the two days. So there you go. Yeah. And then you have a possibility of like a a three-day week with Harv with like Point of Progress live on Wednesday, uh, Thursday, possibly this review, and then Friday with the news. Uh, Frank, where can everyone find you? You can find me at the Frank GV basically everywhere, uh, mainly Twitter where I post my freak nasty Final Fantasy 16 clips. And then uh, you can find me at Point in Progress where I talk shit about video games every week with uh, Harv and um, three other lovely people. Yep, yep. Great show. I can again test. I do try to tune in as much as I can live until I fall asleep most times on YouTube because I get t- I get sleepy. Um, we do we do go and wait though too, at the same time. So. It's always fun too. Like I always love talking to everyone too. We're in the live chat and stuff like that. But for me, you guys are in the best place. YouTube.com slash nerd day for the video. Uh, audio link is below. So if you're watching the video, subscribe, do all that jazz. Your favorite podcast service of you know your choice audio the video link is down below go over subscribe to youtube.com slash nerd today get me to that 500 and then maybe we can get some more sponsorships and i don't have to win a random contest to get AEW uh fight forever like i did thank you to ringside collectibles though because i won that and i've been playing that hell recently yeah. hell yeah fuck you thq nordic <laughs> <laughs> that was specifically not pr uh maybe yeah i don't know uh, <laughs> yeah, who knows? Who knows? Jury still out. Yeah, jury still out. Uh, and then you know, on Twitter you can find me nerd underscore a underscore day. But if that dies, uh, everything else is at nerd today. <laughs> Thank God I got that on Threads <laughs> and uh, Blue Sky. Uh, but that's it. That's this episode. Next next time we are going to talk about most likely Final Fantasy sixteen. I wrote Final Fantasy three, but as everybody long as I should can be beat done, it, we should be 16. done sixteen. Yeah, yeah, everybody should be done oh, yeah. sixteen by that's Sunday a, next week, right? That, so yeah, I hope so. Yeah, that's the yeah. best thing about staycations is that I'm going to <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. So my PlayStation is right downstairs, uh, and I'm going to try to stay up tonight and play as much as I can. So yeah, sixteen should be our again. And don't be weirded out when you see on your feed it's like episode zero one two sixteen. The rest will fill in, obviously, as we get through them. But 16 is the new hotness. We're going to be talking about it. Uh, But that's it. 
And thank you so much for watching us. And don't forget, all the links are down below. Uh, and support everyone at this beautiful endeavor as we keep going through Final Fantasy. We'll see you guys in the next one.